Israeli commander says army and settlements are one in the same. Hate crimes against Christians rising. Zionist settlers walking through the old city spitting on Palestinian Christian nuns. Top Zionist official admits police overreacted in beating Palestinians inside Al-Aqsa. Armed thugs on these Palestinians who are sitting there in the mosque. Some of these people were sleeping when they were attacked. Some of these people were worshipping. I saw a woman's jab that was white covered in blood. Hey, Anderson Cooper, are you sick of reading CIA cops? Javier um, yeah, that guy. has been issued a private militia. Guy who's been charged with terrorism by a terrorist probably shouldn't get his own little army. What do you call the SS if they claim to be Jewish? We are encouraging all sides to step down the violence. The people who were worshipping, we urge you to stop getting hit with batons. Hello and welcome to episode 92 of the Palestine Pod, the weekly podcast where we break down the latest headlines dealing with Palestine from all over the world and bring you stories, commentary, and interviews with the aim of supporting the Palestinian struggle for decolonization, justice, and equal rights. I'm one of your hosts, Lara E. You might know me from Instagram as at Girl, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mikey B. What's up, y'all? Mikey B on TikTok, Michael Scherzer on Instagram. And you can call me Mikey Intifada if you believe that British teenagers belong in the West Bank. Before we get into today's episode, please like, comment, and subscribe if you hang out with us on YouTube. If you're listening on a podcast app, subscribe and leave a review. As always, you can find our full episodes and sources on palestinepod.com. And if you want to get involved in the conversation, reach out to us at palestinepod at gmail.com and give us a follow on Instagram at the palestinepod. You can find us also on Patreon where you get early access to the Palestine Pod episodes and additional podcasts. Call the Patreon pod. It's a little more laid back. We talk politics, Palestine, pop culture, and get a little more personal. We're also hosting our monthly Zoom happy hours with our Patreon subscribers only. So really exciting stuff. Check us out on patreon.com slash Palestine pod. Rise of violence against Christians that we're seeing. Oh, yeah, totally. There's been some videos circulating of Zionists so, walking through the old city and spitting on nuns like that we saw. It just coalesces with this greater effort to commit arson against churches and mosques and leave within the last decade some 45 mosques and 12 churches have been subject to arson attacks by settlers occupying Palestine. There were members of the government who suggested criminalizing, speaking about or prophetizing or just talking about Jesus in general in Palestine at large. And the chant death to Christians has entered the lexicon. Obviously, they've been chanting death to Arabs for generations. It's a generational passed down chant. Hate crimes against Christians in occupied Jerusalem is rising. So hate crimes, including vandalism and assaults carried out by Israeli Jews against Arab Christians in occupied Jerusalem, have been rising sharply since the start of this year, 2023. Haaretz revealed on Sunday. Church leaders attribute the rise of anti-Christian hate crimes to the rhetoric of the government. The Israeli police do not take the issue seriously and refuse to recognize the growing number of hate crimes. I mean, Christians why would they? They're an arm of the settler colony. Why would they take it seriously? It's no coincidence that the legislation of discrimination and violence within the current Israeli political environment also translates into acts of hatred and violence against the Christian community said Father Francesco Patton, the custodian of the Franciscan Order in the Holy Land. 
We expect and demand that the Israeli government and law enforcement agencies act decisively to guarantee security for all communities, to guarantee and the protection of religious minorities, and eradicate religious fanaticism. We refer specifically to the series of incidents of intolerance, crimes of hatred, and vandalism directed against Christians. All you have to do is mm. go on Eye on Palestine and look at the video that they posted earlier this week of a pack of Zionist settlers walking through the old city on Via Dolorosa in, in, in occupied Jerusalem and spitting on two Palestinian Christian nuns. Like two elderly nuns were standing in the middle of the street and this pack of young Zionist settlers walks directly past them and one of them turns and spits directly on the Palestinian nun and keeps walking. Mm -hmm. And that is a classic Passover celebration. <laughs> Actually, I saw another video that showed the same thing, right? There's two videos of this very same act circulating. So, you know, these are like the the daily sort of aggressions that sometimes don't even get any attention because we're too busy talking about all the murders that we can't even cover because there's so many of them, right? So why, you know, it's much lesser in scale and in scope, but it really is something that I think is worth mentioning because it shows how on every level your existence in your in this space on your land is going to be attacked. Even something as small as just, you know, standing in the street and showing that you are a Palestinian Christian is enough to provoke an attack as disgusting as being spit on, right? And it's not something that you can go to complain to anybody about. It's just something that you have to absorb and deal with. And it's part of your daily reality as a Palestinian, whether you're a Palestinian Muslim or a Christian. You know, and they love to talk about like hundreds of years ago, but Christians made up 25% of Jerusalem's residents 100 years ago, but are just 1% today. Number of Christian Palestinians in Jerusalem started to decline following the 67 occupation. The Zionist entity has since confiscated 30% of their land and stolen many properties through questionable land deals. This article came out in the Middle East Monitor on March 27th. And then you're also seeing a renewed effort of propaganda by Christian evangelical Zionists in the West to try and get people to sympathize with the occupation, right? There was this guy, Nate Buzz, on TikTok, and he was basically like, I can't stand blindly to God's first covenant. You know, he's one of those cuckoo evangelicals who believes that, like, you know, the Jews will get raptured and then convert to Christianity. And that's how I know that they don't know any Jews because we would burn in hell before losing an argument. Okay. They're never going to get us. So, so there's a renewed effort among propagandists in the West to harp on the Christian evangelical angle. And meanwhile, the occupation is persecuting Christian Palestinians inside of Palestine, making life a living hell for them, just as they do any Palestinian. It doesn't matter if you are Christian. It doesn't matter if you're a Muslim. They'll run up in the mosque at Al-Aqsa. They'll beat you while you're praying. They care about superiority. Earlier this week as well, the New Arab reported that at least 216 Palestinians were injured in a Israeli settler attack on the occupied village of Beitha, which is a staggering number if you think about it. The, the, the scope 
and intensity of this settler attack. And by the way, this was a settler attack, right? This is supposed to be what what the what the world wants you to believe is separate from the state. But to think that an attack of this scope carried out by quote unquote civilians could happen and not trigger any sort of an international response, I think is so, so terrifying. I know the point you're trying to make, but it's all settler attacks, huh? Because even the military is hundred percent. hundred percent. That was but just a little it, joke. Eh? Just a little joke. It's just crazy to me. They're like they're they're supposed to be civilians, right? Israeli commander says army and settlements are one in the same. And he basically said that there is no distinction between the army and the settlements, the illegal settlements. Even they understand they are the same. Ali Abu Nema said, when Zionists start loving their children more than they love occupying, colonizing, and stealing Palestinian land and murdering Palestinians, then there will be peace. Obviously a nice little remix of the- The original Golda Meir. The original. Yeah, the gold in my air. This is weird. Leaked Pentagon memo alleges that Israel's spy agency, the Mossad, encouraged protests against Netanyahu government's judicial overhaul. The Mossad says that this is false and unfounded. That is weird. That Why is would a- the Mossad encourage protests against Netanyahu? Why would a leaked U.S. memo say that they would? I don't know, but that whole leaked U.S. memo's got CIA vibes all over it. <laughs> Well, it is the Haaretz reporting that a leaked Pentagon memo alleged that the Mossad spurred their own spies in the country's citizens to participate in mass demonstrations against Netanyahu, according to the New York Times and the Washington Post. I don't know who's benefiting from all this, so we're just going to put this one on the side. They're trying to install a little democracy in there. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. The Mossad is just so ravenous that they set up anybody and get it, like Mm -hmm. even their own people. Roger Waters has filed a lawsuit in Germany. Have you heard about this? I have. Roger Waters takes legal action over canceled concert in Germany. In late February, the Frankfurt City Council axed his planned concert, falsely accusing him of anti-Jewish bigotry. He has decided to fight back. Also in increasingly terrifying news, you remember the guy who has been charged with terrorism by the occupation? Ben Gavir. Yeah, that guy. Has been issued a private militia. Yeah, not good. Yeah, I must say the guy who's been charged with terrorism by a terrorist state probably shouldn't get his own little army. You've got the full ravenous army already. They're the war crimes army of the century. Like everybody knows, back-to-back war crime champions. And it's like, now you've got people who are even more fanatical, even thirstier for blood with a more narrow focus and less oversight than the organization that has actually no oversight or accountability. Hey, what this sounds like is a recipe for straight up 1930s Reichstag shit. Yeah. You got a private militia and you're a terrorist. Hey, is anyone listening? Because at what point do we take money away from funding Nazis in Ukraine and spend it on fighting Nazis in the occupation? The purpose of this militia is expressly to attack Palestinians more. According to 
Al Jazeera, the unit is to work alongside the police and the military and deal with, quote, civil unrest, such as, quote, disturbances or Palestinian protests that occurred in mixed Jewish Arab areas during the assaults on Gaza of May 2021, which is interesting because you saw how the apartheid state went absolutely bonkers when they saw that Palestinians in 48 were coming out protesting and saw themselves as equally Palestinian to the Palestinians all across historic Palestine. They said, oh, no, 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 we absolutely cannot let this happen. So in response to this, more state repression, more state violence, hell, a whole new militia of 2000 robocops that are going to focus exclusively on suppressing any sort of civil unrest or protests having to do with supporting Palestine. Ben Gavir himself said it will deal with this exclusively, referring to civil unrest and pro-Palestinian efforts. He said the police does not deal exclusively with this. It's busy with a thousand and one things. Great. So just more state violence, more power concentrated in the hands of people who represent an apartheid state with lots and lots of weapons. What do you call the SS if they claim to be Jewish? Several ministers initially opposed Ben Gavir's project, but finally agreed to it. At the insistence of Netanyahu, Israeli media reports said, adding that the budget for the project is around $276 million. Yeah, initially they were opposed to the project. And then one of Ben Gavir's private soldiers put a gun to his head and threatened to blow his fucking brains out. And all of a sudden, he was pretty into it. It's the way Frank Sinatra got out of his first contract, actually. Same, same. One of the 48 Palestinian legislators, Ayman Oda, tweeted, why does the state of Israel, which has an army, police, military intelligence, the Shinbit, the Mossad, National Security Council, prisons, service, riot police, a SWAT team, need another National Guard? Good question. The apartheid state ended an investigation into the murder of a Palestinian physician, Mohammed al Osebi, a Palestinian who lives in the Negev, he was killed after he tried to intervene when he saw apartheid state police and border guards assaulting a young Palestinian woman. Just like that, investigation opened and closed with absolutely no accountability for yet another Palestinian whose life was taken from him for absolutely no reason other than existing as Palestinian on his land. Earlier this week as well, the Middle East Monitor reported that the apartheid state approved new plans to build settlement roads in occupied East Jerusalem. So this particular road will bypass the Qalandia refugee camp and confiscate thousands of denims of Palestinian-owned lands. They're really just ramping up their whole thing of just trying to take over all of Jerusalem. It's really, that's, I mean, yes, everything is, land is still being taken on a daily basis all over the occupied West Bank, but you can just feel that there is this concentrated energy and effort and focus on Zionists taking over all of Jerusalem. They literally published a video probably like a year or two ago where they're like, we will go door by door, house by house and take Jerusalem until it's like all Jewish. Uh, It's not, I'm not, I'm not, this is not commentary. Like that's the thing is, yeah. As much as we like to say that we're here comment, we're not commenting. We're just repeating what they're saying. Regurgitation. A baby bird could do it. Few days as well, footage emerged of Zionist forces killing a 15-year-old Palestinian boy, Mohammed Bilhan, in a refugee camp in occupied Jericho. And 
you know, like every video that we see of this sort, it has a horrifying story attached to it. Father of Muhammad Bilan was quoted as saying that he went to go help a wounded person. When I reached him, I realized it was my son. They shot him in the head, the shoulder, and the stomach. He was a child killed in broad daylight. Top Zionist official admits police overreacted in beating Palestinians inside Al-Aqsa, beating worshippers actively in a way that even agitated U.S. media to get State Department members to try and comment on it, which is pretty rare. An Israeli official even thought it was too much. The police went too far in beating Palestinians to the degree that they did, right? He would like a little bit less. You gotta, it's about the flick of the wrist. You know, if it was, if, if they ordered a large, give them a medium, okay? It legitimized claims that Al-Aqsa is in danger, right? Which is pretty clear if you have eyes or even ears if you were just listening to the audio you could probably tell and galvanized the occupation's adversaries and caused significant pr harm to the occupation on the global stage i love that he watches a video of stormtroopers beating the shit out of palestinian worshipers and he's like the optics of this not great for us it's purely an optics problem nothing else obviously but doesn't look good. It was actually countered by another security official who told the Times of Israel that they're not doing enough to clamp down. And it's like, dude, if you watch that footage of them letting off stun grenades, beating worshipers with batons, and you were like, they could do more. What you are is a verified by meta psycho. It doesn't matter though, right? Because when you go back to the US and you're like, hey, in that press room, just trying to ask latest US official what they think about all of the attacks and the beating with batons of worshipers and using live ammunition on them and firing on people like I saw a woman's jab that was white covered in blood after she went to Al-Aqsa to go pray because she was beaten or the people around her were beaten by Zionist robocops when you look at these videos it's just dozens and dozens of armed thugs on these Palestinians who are sitting there in the mosque trying to do their prayers for Ramadan. And meanwhile, in the U.S., trying to get a quote, do you condemn it? Is it is it kind of a problem? Does it matter at all? And he's like, we have, we have, we did, okay? He gets so defensive. You had an Al Jazeera reporter question a U.S. official and ask, isn't it time to condemn what took place? Some of these people were sleeping when they were attacked. Some of these people were worshiping. Is it time to condemn this? And what did he say? National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby. Yeah, we're concerned. We've condemned. We've used that verb. We've we've condemned. We've used that verb. Like, don't go too far. Don't don't use that verb. Like, what he's like, I'm not going to say it again right now. But I want you to remember the time when I did say it in the past. Okay. And and, and I want you to know that it was a verb. Is what he said. Yeah, I okay? used it. He said. You're right. People should be able to worship freely and safely. And we will stand by the status quo on the Temple Mount. Wait a second. That is the status quo. And why are you first calling of all, it the Temple <laughs> yeah. Mount, though? Yeah, that first of all, the, the status quo is not Temple Mount. You're trying to slip something in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? You can't just slip in Temple Mount and be like status quo also because you've just changed the language that we use yeah. to refer to it. Al-Aqsa it is the mosque. Temple Mount is what the Zionists are trying to do. They're trying to remove the mosque. Yeah. They're trying to invade blow up occupy palestinian land which everybody agrees internationally is palestinian land and replace it with something else why is he using that terminology oh because he's a puppet in the coming armageddon but it's a very we will stand by the status quo we've condemned but we're standing by the status quo and i'm calling it the thing which is not the status quo we've condemned but also nothing's wrong with what's happening right? well, what's going to everything happen? that's happening right now is fine and the plan to rename it and change what is happening that's okay too we're good with that what the? that's what he's saying he's like he's openly saying. acknowledging that. okay and then he goes that's not changed our policies have not changed we urgently urge all sides to reduce this violence Meanwhile, remember, the reporter has just said people were in there worshiping and they were in there sleeping. And so he's like, we are encouraging all sides to step down the violence. Hey, the people who were worshiping, we urge you to stop getting hit with batons. So she comes back and she goes, this is not an all side situation. Right now, it was Israeli forces attacking Muslim worshipers during Ramadan. And then what he says is, we urge all sides to de-escalate and reduce the violence. Those people who were sleeping? We urge you not to wake up to sound grenades. And she's like, why won't you call out the Israeli forces for what they're doing? And he's like, there is a sniper pointed at me right now. <laughs> and his response is, the side we're taking is the side of safety and security. The side yeah. we're taking is the status quo. The side we're taking is one of peaceful worship. He's like, they now excuse me while I sign off on more Israeli weapons. He, he claims to be at once on the side of the status quo, the people worshiping, and safety and security. Well, I can tell you something, that Israel is not on any of those sides. This man is chopping himself up like he went to a Saudi embassy. Look, I don't know, but there is something about what happens to a U.S. official whenever you bring up Israel. That yeah. is really remarkable. When you reach that level in government, okay, you're given like the top secret security clearance and all that stuff, right? It's like on, on your first day, they bring you into a room and they're like, all right, here's your orientation. And, uh, and now about Israel. And it's like they are all told that if they ever say anything to truly criticize Israel's violations of Palestinian rights, Israel's brutal, incessant violence against indigenous people. It's like they're like, we're going to murder all your family. And that's just it. Have a great day at work. All right. See you guys later. They are all terrified. And it's so yeah, obvious. The, the brief on the occupation is actually just a printout of where your children go to school. Late night Google searches. They're you know like, we mean? have literally everything on you. Yeah, we got all. And of it. if you want to continue living your life the way that you do, you will literally never say anything negative. Pegasus. No matter who it is, whether it's your Ned Price, whether it's this guy, whether it's your Secretary Blinken, whether it's Joe Biden on his way out of a press conference that wasn't even about Israel and he wasn't even asked about Israel. He was asked about Saudi. Yeah. Remember, he was asked about Saudi. What do you think about Saudi? All I can say is Israel. It's like, what? What are we even talking about? Like, what? Joe Biden is busy making air sandwiches. <laughs> I need to know what that briefing is all about. You know, 
So somebody get top secret security clearance. Give us a call. Let us know. Just let us know. One of our Patreons, somebody. <laughs> you are encouraging people to leak classified data? <laughs> I think it's called being a whistleblower. Oh, I know. People tell me I give off whistleblower energy I all the time. I know. Somebody said that I look like Edward Snowden if he went to ITT Tech. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, damn, bro. Not even like a four-year? We also have to salute Mohammed Al-Kurd on the BBC. Oh, Yeah. He wrecked them. I mean, he just made them wish they didn't get out of bed that morning. It was truly exquisite to watch. And, you know, I I encourage more of that. More mindless, totally directionless mainstream media. Give Mohammed Akur a call. (laughs) And... uh, and just, you know, because it's such a it's just a, such a gift to Palestinians to be able to watch that. Right. It's yeah. Thing. Hey, everybody watching the Palestine pod. Can you platform Mohammed El-Kurd? Could you? <laughs> we got to put <laughs> all of you big wig media heads who are avid Palestine pod supporters. <laughs> also, could you book Mohammed El-Kurd for your talking appearances more often? Because we just like we get a good feeling when we see him on TV. Oh, such a good feeling. Oh, yeah. Give him a mic and a and a primetime spot. Just hey, him- Tucker Carlson, I know you're <laughs> listening, okay? Yeah, just retire already. Can you already. give Mohamed El-Kurd your show? <laughs> just retire already. You've got money. You can just go on your ranch or whatever it is that you want to do. Hey, Anderson Cooper, are you sick of reading CIA copy? <laughs> Rachel Maddow are you sick of getting emails from Langley at 3 a.m Rachel, Rachel Maddow. Maddow don't you wish you could stop getting that haircut <laughs> Rachel Maddow don't you wish you could just take a night off and stop lying to the people you know I know a guy I know a, she's I like know no it's what guy. keeps me young actually yeah. folks that's been another episode of the Palestine Pod. Check out our full episodes and sources at www.palestinepod.com. Follow us on Instagram at the Palestine Pod. Send us an email at palestinepod at gmail.com. And look for us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash palestinepod. That has been another episode of the Palestine Pod. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.